0: Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network.
1: Hello, this is Dick Ballantyne once again, the best-looking guy you'll ever hear. And tonight on our show, the topic is going to be women in government. If you have any ideas or any feelings on this, or if you can give me an idea that I haven't already had already, I'd be thrilled to hear from you. Call the number. You know what it is. I don't want to keep repeating it. Hello, you're on the air. 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 Hello? Hello, am I on the air? Yeah, uh, turn down yeah, your radio, I'm on okay, on your radio asshole. okay, asshole? All right, just a second. Yeah, sure. Turn down the, yeah, sure. the radio. Yeah. Turn down the radio. Yeah, this is great. this is great. Yeah. This is great. Turn it down. Turn yeah. It down. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Dick? Yeah, speaking. Yeah, I'm a little teed off. Uh, I'm in Local 36 Electrical Workers Union. And uh-huh. I'm reading in the paper here that the, the inmates at Attica strike. Now, what, what, what right do they got to strike? They're, you know, They lose their rights, and they don't even pay dues. Have you ever been in jail, sir? Uh, no. Have you ever been boned up the ass for being a fucking wise guy? Uh, no. (laughs) Okay, then maybe you wouldn't have a reason yourself to go on strike, but maybe they do. You know what I'm talking about? Uh... Yeah, sure. Okay, hello, you're on the air. Yeah, Dick, I'm calling about those guys getting boned up the ass up in Attica. Well, I think they should cut that out, they should give them, uh, they ought to issue some sort of uh, cylindrical device to each of the prison uh, inmates. You know, not necessarily a man's penis or something, but some sort of device that they can slap up there so it'll prevent disease and that kind of thing. Won't spread outside, because they, they get out, you know, they get out on probation, they can spread it around while they're out. They're out for 10 days or so visiting their wives and their kids, you know, and they can do anything in that time, I think you should be stopped. That's a great idea, why don't you invent one, Edison? Hello, you're on the air. Oh yes, hello, am I on? I hope so. What do you want, pal? Just recently, a most embarrassing situation happened in my household. What's that? I fired the colored man that uh, had been working what for me. What color was he? He was a black man. Yes. Uh, I wrongly accused him of stealing some of the family's silverware. Uh-huh. And I've just recently found out that he has not stolen this, in fact. And I uh-huh. recovered it. And I don't know how to reach him. I was wondering if there's some sort of a public line or some way of reaching him. Yes. Uh, do you have any drums in your house?
0: If you were all town, freely, endlessly practicing floating nine obstacles, the clusterfuck of I Zeitgeist for today, February 11, 2022. Be sure and hit Jim's Patreon page, counselor.com, and mine as well, Patreon Radio Zeitgeist, Jim's Genius, titled, Dishonesty is a Bad Business Plan. He starts with a quote this morning, my partner, quote, "'Perhaps for the ruling class, the only thing that would be more terrifying than seeing children go to school without masks is the idea of losing elections.'" Grace Curley, the spectator. My partner begat this morning, "'The whopping untruths launched onto the people of Western Civ by their governments reformatted the brains of millions so badly that they shuffled obediently into a mass formation and ran over a buffalo jump. What a stampede it has been.'" But suddenly, the remaining buffaloes are balking at the cliff's edge, seeing the bodies pile up below. Some of the bulls have even turned the other way and started charging back across the darkling prairie at the creatures driving the herd with their collections of deceit. All authority from Vienna to Vancouver stands revealed as psychopathic, yet apparently seeks to kill and injure as many as possible. Talk about the needle and the damage done. Why else persist with vaccines that don't work and which provoke the most lethal disease mechanisms as side effects? Jim continues, The most mysterious element of the story, of course, is what motivated the various actors in this accursed melodrama. You could start by asking Dr. Anthony Fauci why he suggested this week the need for yet another round of the same mRNA booster shots that already proved completely ineffective against the Omicron generation of coronavirus. People are dropping dead from the boosters. Each successive shot sends a fresh cargo of toxic artificial spike proteins into the bloodstream, which remain at work for more than a year, insidiously gumming up the capillaries of vital organs and throwing toggle switches in the coded proteins of immune systems that turn off the body's natural defenses against a panoply of diseases, including cancers. The life insurance companies are starting to notice and squawk about the astounding rise in all-causes mortality. Nobody else in the loop dares to speak up. Most conspicuously, the doctors, except a brave few. McCullough, Malone, Corey, Bhattacharya, Kheriti, Cole, Rish, Marik, Urso. Dr. Fauci, of course, has an entire career of public health malpractice to cover up. In his quest for medical immortality, he bungled the institutional response to the AIDS pandemic, introducing toxic drug protocols still inexplicably in use today, namely AZT, which got FDA approval despite its botched 1986 Phase II trials. Next, Dr. Fauci attempted a miracle cure for the terrifying Ebola virus remdesivir. More botched trials. Anyway, the drug didn't work against Ebola, but he hauled it out again for his crowning creation, COVID-19, and got the NIH to anoint remdesivir as a standard of care for hospital inpatients at the same time that he got the bureaucracy to ban and demonize effective early treatment protocols, including ivermectin and HCQ, that's uh, hydroxy- yeah, hydroxychloroquine, while pushing his next-gen miracle cure, the mRNA vaccines, which also flunked their rushed and inept trials. Remdesivir provokes renal failure in five days, leading to fluid buildup in the lungs, and the doctors were unable to discern the deadly side effects from the supposed symptoms of COVID-19 itself. What's more, the public health authorities gave a $17,000 bonus to hospitals for each course of remdesivir given, and additional cash for reporting deaths as COVID-related. Quite a racket, Jim writes. The net result is hundreds of thousands of deaths from mass medical malpractice and ultimately the ruin of the entire racketeering-based U.S. medical system. Henceforth, doctors will have to battle strenuously against being regarded as dangerous quacks, while the entire scaffold of conglomerate hospitals and group practices founders and falls. You have no idea what a shitstorm of lawsuits is barreling toward the medical establishment when the fog of propaganda finally lifts and the public can see what has been perpetrated against it. Criminal indictments against Dr. Fauci and some of his colleagues should follow in a sane world, and there's a chance that the world is beginning to swerve back a little closer to sanity, where respect for truth and the rule of law can re-energize the collective public conscience. The Democratic Party rode this public health fiasco into power in the USA and has abused its prerogatives exorbitantly in its quest for power without purpose, other than for more power to push people around. The Democratic Party used COVID to enable the ballot fraud that drove its nemesis, Mr. Trump, from office, and dearly wanted the same excuse to use it again this year. For weeks now, the party has been dithering between a quadrupling down of its insane COVID mandates and the fretful recognition that too much news of its COVID crimes and triptitudes has gotten out. Tens of millions heard the three-hour Joe Rogan interviews with doctors McCullough and Malone, in which they laid out the shocking facts about the rise of medical tyranny, the propaganda campaign supporting it out of the old news media networks, and the obscene machinations of a rogue pharmaceutical industry drunk on profits. Those too long and thoughtful conversations with McCullough and Malone have shifted the public's perception of what has gone on and their participation with other doctors in Senator Ron Johnson's recent hearings have thrown the party of COVID and chaos completely off balance. The uprising of Canadian truckers inspires a general resistance to being pushed around by overreaching elected officials and their bureaucratic subalterns, and the trucker's example is being followed all over Western Civ. Wait until the American truckers get in the act, representing a vast class of citizens who have taken a beating for more than two years and increasingly have nothing left to lose. Following the lame coordinate campaign to discredit Joe Rogan, the Democrats and their accomplices in the news media went into a desperate pivot this week, attempting reasonably to pretend that they can walk away from what amounts to their abetting of mass murder. The midterm elections loom darkly. Not only can they be kicked out of legislative power, but there's an excellent chance that their hapless grifter president, Joe Biden, can be impeached and convicted by a new Congress for bribery and treason and the vice president along with him for high crimes, leading to the installing of a new Speaker of the House, not a Democrat, as president. Between the congressional investigations that would follow and the appointment of a new attorney general, the prosecutions can commence and the country can begin the rehabilitation of its conscience. Tom Friedley at Radio Zeitgeist.